Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, I don't know about you, but I've been feeling pretty lively. And I think it's because we're back doing live shows and we've got a big one coming up on September 17th at the Underbelly Festival in Cavendish Square. And that starts at quarter past nine. It's a Friday night. And you can get your tickets from the Underbelly website. Also, if you can't make the 17th, we've got a London residency at the Museum of Comedy. So every month we are doing two shows back to back. It's a residency. See, we live there now. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Drunk women solving crime. Drunk women. Now it's time for drunk women solving a drink tonight yeah. ladies and gentlemen I uh, I'm on the cranberry juice but don't worry that is full of gin I was gonna say can anyone guess what's wrong with Hannah <laughs> we have a predominantly female audience you may know I've got a touch of the old cystitis uh, ladies and gentlemen again apparently you get cystitis by not going for a wee straight after sex but I for one I'm a little bit too classy to go for a wee in an alleyway <laughs> Thank you. That, of course, is a joke. I would literally piss anywhere. um, Is it so bad that you have to stand up for the whole show? I will sit down. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. We are, as you might tell, incredibly excited. We are full of bacteria. We are are great. So I should ask, do you guys have any elements you'd like to... uh... Oh, elements. (laughs) Elements, I was like, carbon. (laughs) That's the one I know. (laughs) Ailments is hard after several gins. I'm um, just really sleep deprived because I adopted a greyhound, guys. Yay! Thanks. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with you, Katie? What's wrong with you? Um, I've got a bit of a cough, but I did a lateral flow test and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not as funny as the cystitis, was it? Because <laughs> you can't catch the cystitis. <laughs> Uh, you know the drill. This is drunk women solving crime. This is where drinking alone meets Al Capone. Ooh. Hey. Thank you. Yes, I was proud of that one. It's where getting chucked out of a bar meets Pablo Escobar. Ooh. Oh, hello, maybe. Yeah, but, and thank you, but it, well, it's not great. Uh, but, and it's where being sick in an Uber meets D.B. Cooper. Oh, wow. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Oh, my. 
Well, um, <laughs> I always love it when that happens. It's so fun. Guys, I think without any further ado, we're going to uh, introduce our guests for the evening. Are you ready? Yay! Please put your hands together for Sarah Kendall! Yay! Sarah! Hi. Hey, hey Hello. Sarah. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Hi. <laughs> it's a good start, good start, solid start. Yeah. This'll work. Yeah, it's good. Feel good, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, Sarah, we've got one question. We asked one question on this podcast, yes. and that's, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yeah, I was thinking about this. I was uh, discussing it with my daughter before the show, and there's a, a, a sort of... There's a rich seam of, of road rage incidents in, my, in my family that seems to be both perpetrator and victim. <laughs> we, uh, we turn on a dime. So the one that most recently came to mind, which was my, my mother, is it reverse parking in a, in a very busy shopping centre and then someone took her parking space. They're like, yeah, right. Said, oh, Jesus, they're gripped. Did you hear that? I started weak with the high hazard going. They didn't like that. But then I, I told the reverse parking story. I just had them. <laughs> The person uh, went nose first in where my mum was, you know, reverse parking. Oh, my God. Do you know what mum did? She fucking just accelerated into them. (gasps) (gasps) I know. Wow. I know. She's fucking mad. Uh, (laughs) So mum just goes... Fuck it. Like she had a real Michael Douglas falling down. So, ah, you know, she wow. reverses into them. And then uh, the woman gets out. She's an off duty police officer. Oh. Yeah. So that's not really. The reason why I tell that is because. Uh, Thank is... God she was off duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I just love the idea it was a fucking police car. Mm. <laughs> Your mum was just. Oh, no, it wasn't a police car. She's not that dumb. <laughs> She, she knows what a police car is. Anyway, but the reason why I tell that is because I uh, recently was in traffic and it just made me think of my similar kind of hair trigger kind of anger, uh, particularly with bullies. Um, and I was at an intersection. It was very difficult to, to get out into traffic. And there was a, a large Range Rover uh, behind Ugh. me. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you need any more to the story? You know exactly <laughs> where this is going. And there was this uh, incredibly petite blonde creature behind the wheel and I, I kept on trying to, to merge into traffic and I just couldn't cut a break. Like I'd have to, you know, basically kill my children in a collision <laughs> in order to have joined traffic. So I'm sort of nudging forward doing that, please let me in, please let me in, please let me in. And then uh, she, she beeps. And, uh, and, then, and then she beeps again and I'm still trying to merge uh, and I'm being pretty aggressive but not cutting any, you know, slack in traffic. And then she just holds the horn down. <laughs> And I just uh, fucking lost it. I just... Um, <laughs> I got out of the car. And it, b- I wasn't even thinking about what I was going to do. But I got out of the car and I went over to her window. And she sort of put the window up. Like, the window went up as I... <laughs> and I, I just stood there and I said, do it again. Beep, beep again. Do it beep again. Beep the fucking horn again. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. She was pretending I wasn't there. She was like, oh, man. <laughs> That was it. I, that, that's that's oh, my end of story. So funny. I got back in the car and Viv <laughs> went, "What did you just say to her?" I was like, "I don't want. I don't want to talk about this." <laughs> but I don't know what I was going to do. I don't know how that would have gone if she had have spoken to me. Like if she had have pushed back. I felt like that's that's how incidents, you know, yeah. take place. That's yeah. how things that escalate. Could have escalated pretty quickly. There would have been broken glass. There would have been a broken nose job. Broken yes. nose job. <laughs> Does that story classify? Does that classify as a victim of crime? Oh, I think so. Was I being bullied? (laughs) (laughs) And then you stood up for yourself. Yeah, really (laughs) stuck it to the man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It is amazing, though. Like, I swear, the only time I really get angry is when I'm driving. Like, it's kind of... There's something... Mm. I think it's because you you could kill all the people in your car, just somebody else being stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could kill people. But I also think there's something that happens when somebody is in... Because her car is like a ton of steel. Yeah. And I think that psychologically something happens to people when they're in a ton of steel a couple of feet above other people on the road. I think that actually does something to the psychology of how you <laughs> behave. It's almost like it's a metaphor. Assholes. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. I think huh. it's just carrying a large gun. Like, I think it is actually mm-hmm. just a, a, a deadlier weapon than my beautiful Skoda. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I gotta say, I got the opposite thing happens to me when I get in a bigger car. Yeah. Because it's so big, I'm just even more nervous <laughs> to drive it. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not a good story. Look, I, think, I think you just came across as a very kind person, and they're not interested. 
Katie, they don't want to hear about your wedding night. Come on. <laughs> I have never had a positive experience with a Range Rover driver. No. So I, I try to go well, out yeah, every day and be brand. like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. But it is amazing how many stories like that have yeah. happened. Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I have this huge car and I don't follow the rules. Just and I'm buy a, prick a and show of hands. <laughs> yeah. Has got a Land Rover or Range Rover. Oh, it doesn't have I that mean, vibe. <laughs> no one in this room. Sarah, yes. the story about your mum, have you ever seen fried green tomatoes? Yes, I have. So it's literally, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it reminded yeah. me of. Oh, she's have really you guys she's seen that? Yeah. It's a great old movie. Yeah. And Kathy Bates. And Kathy and ba- <laughs> Yeah, we said the same. The, same, the different actors. Tomatoes, fried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was the actress, the lead actress? She was really famous in the late 80s and then she's just... Kathy Bates. No, 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 the, the oh, one who sorry. played the young Jessica Tandy. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, Come on. Mary Stuart Masterson. No. Mary Stuart Antonio. She was in Weeds. Mary, Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're right, Mary. Maybe you're right, maybe you're right. This is a different podcast, but I like it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. I'm so sorry. It's just such a great... It's a great line. It's one of my great like favorite lines because these young women take her spot and they're like face it we're younger and faster and Kathy Bates does what Sarah's mom did and just repeatedly bashes the car and she's like face it girls I'm older and I have better insurance <laughs> that was great classic what what came of your your mom's situation did she get well, in trouble yeah <laughs> she had to pay for all the damage to the other vehicle and her own vehicle, <laughs> as dictated by law. Um, I don't know. What, yeah, what was that question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was kind of great because, I mean, my mum and dad, I mean, you know, they're, they're both over the 70. Uh, so they do have a slightly Desi and Lucy vibe about them. Like, Lucy, you got some splint into a door, you know. And mum has gone into another harebrained scheme and, and she... <laughs> She sort of had to come home and fess up to this act of wanton violence at Westfield. <laughs> Do you know what? That would be so good if, like, you know, it went to court and she was like, but this woman did steal my space. It was yeah. pretty out of order. Yeah. And then it they were like, well, then, no further charges. <laughs> it was Westfield on a Saturday morning. I mean, guys, yeah. yeah. So another question we ask on this podcast is we always ask, what would you say to the person if you had them here now? So I'm thinking yeah. it's, the, it's the blonde in the Range Rover. I'd tell um, her, yeah, what would I say to her? Yeah, what would you say to her? Say, eat shit and die. <laughs> <laughs> Something really clever like that. I mean, like, I, say I it been, again. Yeah, yeah. Beep again. Yeah, I've been working in comedy for 20 years, so I'm pretty, pretty sharp with my put-downs. <laughs> That's the best I've got. We were talking backstage about how many of our guests are like, you know what, I think I, after reflecting on it, I'd say I forgive you. And I'm sorry that I acted that way. So that's actually really no, refreshing. No, no. No, there's, there's no hero's journey here. No, no, no. Don't want it. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing those stories with us. Um, You You drove here, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) I said, where did you park? She's like, just down there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, we are leaving the world of cars behind, ladies and gentlemen, because we are now moving on to the true crime part of the podcast. Uh, So tonight, please lend me your ears as we travel to Scotland, David Smith. (laughs) Oh, have you gasped? Yes. I'm out of the mic. (laughs) This, sir... does not go in your favour. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we are going to unravel the story of Alexander Bean, or Mr. Bean to his friend, hey. I suppose. So, Alexander. I bet he's adorable and did nothing gross. <laughs> Prediction. Hold that thought. Okay, so Alexander was also known as Sawney and was born in East Lothian. His father was a ditch digger and Sawney tried to follow in his footsteps, but due to his reckless attitude, hatred of the rules and terrible work ethic, he instead ran away from home in his late teens with a woman who was described as being vicious. Wow. Now, my first question to you is... No, I ain't saying she's a ditch digger. (laughs) (laughs) next line redacted (laughs) Uh, my first question is when is all this happening when were women vicious (laughs) Sarah's mum excluded (laughs) what do you think I've given you a a few clues kind of scattered in there back when ditch digging was a job Hmm. ditch digging sorry (laughs) 
That's the mechanics of my brain out loud. <laughs> Ditch digging? Ditch digging. No one digs ditches. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was like grave digging or something and it got lost no, in translation. It could be for no, um, ditches. What's it called when it rains? And you <laughs> Irrigation. irrigation. Yes, thank irrigation. you. Irrigation. Okay. Irrigation. When did we have irrigation? <laughs> did we just make up our own quiz show during a podcast? Um, I like that he didn't like the rules. Like, I can't just dig a ditch in a straight line. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say 1624. Okay. Any advance on 1624? I'm go more if he, he ran away with a uh, was did you say older or did I just make that up vicious all we know is that she's vicious she and she's older let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> who are we fucking kidding <laughs> she's older um, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go mid I'm gonna go mid 19th century okay for that kind of racy kind of all right. love affair okay all right I'm going 1792. Oh, well, I'm going to tell you that Taylor was closest because it was in the 15th century. Jesus, okay. So, Damn. And, you know, as with stuff from the olden timey days, as they're known, I don't have the exact dates of when this all happened because this Hang is on. something that... Sometimes you do that thing with centuries where you say it's the year... Do you mean the 16th century or the 15th century? What, what year was Wait, it? Wait, what, what was the end... What was the right date again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it the 1500s? Literally the only other reference I have to it, it says the 15th or 16th century. So, okay. I don't know. I Just reckon... <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's good. That's I, fine. I read like 15 as a number somewhere. So it, it was like olden timey days, guys. Come on. And also it happened across this man's life. So it could be 15th and 16th century You're if he was born. Right. Yeah. So I guess Hannah is right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that kind of time... Uh, might give you a clue. A spanning of 200 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'd like to have the excuse that we're drunk. I wrote this stone cold sober. <laughs> um, so it might give us a clue as to my next question, which is regarding vicious old Agnes... Agnes Douglas, uh, who Sawney ran off with. Um, so, just from what you know so far, why do you think Agnes was happy to run away from this town? What do you think she was being accused of? Was she listening to Abba too much? She was a witch. They were saying she was a witch. A witch? We've got witch. Any advance on witch? <laughs> okay, so th th I'm looking at a time frame of around 200 years. <laughs> and you want me to identify why this person left the town? Yeah. And she's a bit of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's a bit of a bitch who left town. Yeah. Uh, I would say, uh, I'm going to say it's financial. I think it's a fiscal decision. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yes. I just wanted to say fiscal because <laughs> when people say it on Newsnight, I go, interesting. <laughs> um, but Katie was right. She was away. Oh. <laughs> I love that. If witches Bullshit. knew that. <laughs> I mean, hey, I didn't say Thank she was you. like a rich witch. Like, no, fair enough. She, yeah. Yeah, yes, it, both it could things be can fiscal be and she's a witch. Right, yes. Being of accused course. of a witch. Of fiscal witch. Yes. Because like, the thing show. is, if you get accused of being a witch, your income dries up. It's <laughs> true. It's true. It's very true. Yeah, she was known as Black Agnes Douglas, the dark witch of Lothian. Um, so these two lovebirds, um, they're broke, so you were right, it was fiscal. Uh, <laughs> I learned a new word tonight. Um, a bit so they're a bit lazy and they're homeless, but soon they find somewhere to live um, where they end up living undetected for the, for the next 25 years, Whoa. possibly spanning two centuries. Wait, have I, forgot, have I forgotten a detail? Undetected from what? From anyone else, from other people. But are they wanted for something? They're not... Uh, she's kind of wanted for being a witch, but no-one's really looking for them. But mm -hmm. they choose They choose a bit of a kind of hermit, let's say, lifestyle. Oh, okay. um, for 25 years until they are executed for what they did. Oh. Um, and 25 years back then was long. It's like That's dog years. That's true, yeah. Because people lived till they were like three, and then yeah. that was it. Yeah. yeah, very high mortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25, so, okay. Where do, where do you think they made their home? Where, where could you live oh. in Scotland, undetected, for 25 years? Sure. Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, am I right? Anyone? Oh, God, I waited oh, for I ages. Oh, Jesus my God, Christ. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's all right. It's good. It's good. Oh, my God. It's good. For the, for the listeners, Sarah gave me a fist bump. I was looking the other <laughs> way. Well, no, because this audience saw it, unlike yeah. me. I, I, I timed it badly. <laughs> I made the classic fist pump mistake of going like that just as the person turns to look at the <laughs> I haven't done it for a while. I'm out of practice. No, and I'm the worst. You so. are. I'm never doing it again. Yeah. Let's see if, if, like, tonight we can get a fist bump in. But what happens... Like, I love a fist bump when you look away. So you have to, like, both be looking away and just do it. It'll be the coolest thing oh, ever. Oh, like, instinctively. Like, just yeah, sense that you'll know. A... Oh, I will never be that cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... <laughs> I'm just going to stare at you the whole This is such time. a great game for a podcast. <laughs> Get up again. <laughs> Guys, where the fuck are these people living? You said it's Scotland, Bill. Scotland, Scotland. yeah. The Isle of Skye. Okay. Mm. Is that in Scotland, David? Thanks. Okay, cool. <laughs> We've got nice. our Scotland fact checker in the front row. Um, and I'm going to ask you to be more specific than... Than the a- Isle of Skye? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what sort of place? 15, Sky Road, Skye. Is she correct? No. Just, oh, oh, out of Hebrides. Out of Hebrides? The Outer Hebrides, okay. Um, a bothy. Where? A bothy. Bothy, okay. Or the countryside. Guys, I was looking for... Aberdeen. <laughs> uh, guys, it, it was a fucking cave. Anyway, was a cave. Okay. Oh, that kind oh. of location. That's what I meant by more specific. Mm, where oh, was sorry. the cave, though? <laughs> Like within walking distance of East Lothian. Perfect. <laughs> so they've got um, yeah. sea views. A flat I rented for four grand a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, lots of space. It was 180 meters deep. A sea view. Yeah. Well, out of the cave because it was a it was a cave on a cliff. Nice. <laughs> uh, it boasted. It's turned um, into a place in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, turn to an estate agent when I wrote this bit. It boasted. boasted over a mile of passageways. <laughs> um, so we've got a witch and a layabout living together in a cave with no money for food or essentials. For 25 years? For 25 years. He quits ditch digging to live in a ditch with a witch. He's <laughs> 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 a bitch. It's a great nursery rhyme. That is their sitch. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, I'm going to ask straight up, what do you think their crime could have been? We've set the scene there. We know they get executed for it, so it was probably quite bad. <laughs> what do you think they did? Unlicensed cave tours. <laughs> <laughs> the <Okay>. Batman experience. <laughs> yeah. yes. um, I think it's going to be sexual. Okay. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate? Not really. <laughs> Feels like it's headed in a sexual direction, though, doesn't it? It's got all the, you know, got all the hallmarks I of... I mean, uh, yeah, they get executed. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Yeah, so we've got sex cave. Sex cave. <laughs> we've got cave tours. We've got... A cave. Do they, do they kill and torture people in yeah. the cave? Yeah. yeah, cannibalism, that kind of stuff. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah mm. or maybe um, cows. <laughs> yes. You know they rustle cows. Okay. And um, that's a high penalty. <laughs> that's true. Poaching. My yeah. uh, my ancestors were deported to Australia. Well, some of them, many of them, were just just garden variety murderers. But um, <laughs> a number of them uh, were sent out from Manchester for poaching sheep. Okay. Was, you got sent to Australia for that back, yeah. back in the day. So she's quite right. That is an executable offence. Yeah. Oh, sh- <laughs> and, and also, that's less upsetting than the cannibalism. I mean, prepare to be upset because it's getting dark. It's getting dark, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so pretty soon, they became hungry uh, and in need of money. So Sawney went out in the dead of the night and would <gasps> ambush people on lonely roads connecting the nearby towns, stealing their goods. Um, However, before long, he realised he was going to have to do this regularly if they're going to live there for a while. Um, (laughs) She wanted to renovate the cave. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So what do you think think he did? He carried on robbing people, but he knew that if he got recognised, he'd be fucked. Well, he had to kill them. 
Okay. He had to kill the people. He had to because then you got the threat of being recognised. But also, if they fight back, uh huh. Yeah. So. Okay. So we want we that he does kill them, and then he goes one further. We have already mentioned it. Oh, he eats them. He eats them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And you'd be either sex or so cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> it's efficient. I mean, it is. It gets rid of like the evidence, I guess. What did? Um, what was her part? I mean, you're obviously going to get to that. Was she? she would like. Was she involved in, in yeah, this? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. She would... Um, <laughs> or was it... <laughs> oh, yeah. Real modern partnership. <laughs> yeah. Although she would cook, which is a little bit kind of like, you know... Oh. Okay. Mm. Maybe let Agnes have a go at butchering, actually, Sawney. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they'd butcher... This quadricep is dry. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd eat all that they could. Uh, what do you think they did with the meat they couldn't eat? Well, I mean, would you, you turn it into like a... Do you say jacket? Jerky. So, someone said jerky. I heard jerky. Oh, beef jerky. Or um, I was going to say soap. Or a beef jerky jacket. A sort of Lady Gaga style prosciutto dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got fashion. Yeah. Soap, soap, soap. You can turn okay. corpse stuff into soap. Yes, we've learned that on the podcast. Sure. A, I'm going to steal oh, from the audience and say jerky. They would dry it. Okay. It. I'm going to go a step further. If she's already been accused of being a witch, then maybe she's going to do something a little bit witch-like with, like, sacrificial, or maybe oh. she's going to be, like, this is occult kind of offering to her demon god. I, like, uh, that kind of... <laughs> yeah. She's oh. taking part. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? They pickled it in barrels. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. So they preserved it. Like, they were kind of, you know, they're making the most of it. That's quite functional. Um, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, so they would uh, eat the flesh from the bones yes. uh, and throw the bones into the sea um, because then they would wash up on the beach and the locals would think that animals had oh, eaten them. Oh, okay. Yeah, because more and more people started going missing. Mm. Fucking um, And, Sarah, you did mention... What's funny that. is Hannah's always the one who's like, guys, can you not make the cases so dark? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Sarah, you did, you did touch on it before. Um, eating all this human flesh must have made them incredibly horny. Um, as before long... Oh, no. Oh, no, there's still sex crimes to come, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> If you call having children a sex crime, which... <laughs> well... <laughs> um, they had some children, guys. Oh, oh no. what a great environment. Oh, ay, ay, ay. Drunk women solving crime. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And now it's time to shout out our latest patrons. Thank you so much, guys. If you'd like to support us in exchange for some tasty extras, check out patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Dear mom and dad, Camp Butterfinger has been epic. I've made so many new friends, learned some new songs, and even paddled a canoe today. My camp counselor, Zoe Platt-Young, is the best role model we could hope for, always showing kindness and bravery and making the best s'mores this side of the Mississippi. My three besties are Clara Weiner, 
Weiner. I maybe said her name wrong. She's from like somewhere else. Anyway, then there's Emily Ivy and Kristen Kendall, and they call us the adorable four. I mean, we call ourselves that, but it's really catching on. Just a quick jog from our tent, there's Kristen Turner and Alexander Call, the two funniest people in all of Camp Butterfinger. They tell jokes and make us laugh till we can't breathe, which isn't helped by the campfire smoke. I don't think the wood is very well seasoned, but we don't mind. We all smell like sausages, and that's great. Well, anyway, miss you guys, but just wanted you to know life in the woods is hunky-dory. Don't rush to come pick me up, because to be honest, I don't really like it much at home. Love, Barb. Yeah, little cave children. That's terrible. There's no schools. (laughs) No. But all they need to learn is that hashtag cannibal life. Um, That's all (laughs) they need to know, really. Were the kids... also on the cannibal diet, was that like? They were, they were indeed. They weren't. I imagine it was maybe made into smoothies, or I don't. Know. I gotta say, this sorry, this guy had a no work ethic. This sounds like a lot of work, doesn't <laughs> it? Pickling yeah. stuff in barrels. Yes, like yeah. you almost feel like meeting him back then and going, ditch digging is easier than yes, this. so much easier than yes. what you're doing. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you add child rearing to it. This yeah. Is crazy. Well, this is my next question. How many um, children do you think they had? Heaps. They had heaps, yeah. didn't they? They had a fucking ton of them. In, tw- in, in 25 years... 11. They, they had... 11? Uh, yeah, or... With yeah. infant mortality and stuff, I reckon they had 11, of which seven survived. Okay. Oh, I don't know, because they're not... They've got the sea air. That's quite healing. Oh, she's older too, so maybe she's... What does sea air? Well, it's, well, the thing is... It, look, look, look. Just because right, I live look. in Brighton and I'm fucking done it's with kids. Got <laughs> <laughs> the, in the olden days, yeah. infant mortality was so high because people lived in cramped conditions mm-hmm. and didn't use soap. But actually, if there's just one family in a giant cave, <laughs> then mm. they've probably got a better shot. <laughs> She's quite right. I mean, they're not mixing with people, socialising. In this particular case, the risk of your parents eating you (laughs) as well. Yeah, I've detached from the horror and gone cold logic on this Four children. Perfect sitcom 24 children. 24 children. (laughs) One a year. Some of them were twins. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you were right to go high, but not quite that high. They had eight sons and six daughters. <laughs> of, of, uh, all survived. All survived. Well, that's how many were executed. Um, yeah, no I know. way. No, but they're older by the time. Okay, they executed the children. Um, no, they weren't children by the time. Why have you this, this is not a true crime podcast. <laughs> is that actually date having, tonight? I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> this is bang up my alley. It's very I interesting. Hang on, wait. I just, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to keep on recapping. But they had. Uh, 14. 14. 14. <laughs> we have such a smart audience. <laughs> all of them survived. Yeah, in, I in mean, the 15th, but, 16th century. All of them. Yeah. Became, until, but then the, the whole yeah, family yeah. was executed at the same. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I always thought if it's really old, it's not as horrific, but it's quite horrific, isn't it? It depends if it's the 1500s. <laughs> <laughs> Century. Yeah, 16th century is actually too soon. 1500s, yeah. too soon. <laughs> yeah. um, so, basic. Okay, so. Um, yeah, do it, just say it. Okay, so. <laughs> at their time of capture, there were 48 people living in the caves. Oh, Jesus, what? Where did the others come from? Well, that's my question for you. 48 people? Yeah. So they've started their own little cannibal cult. Oh, uh-huh. incest. Oh! <laughs> She's right, isn't she? You know what? She's always doing that. I know her. And she, like, she'll do that in a restaurant. She'll just suddenly just go, incest! <laughs> so I've done it again. <laughs> but do you know what? Um, you are spot oh, on. Oh, shit. <laughs> I genuinely do say to the girls, can we not go that dark, actually? <laughs> Yes. I didn't even get to say, I'll give you a clue, it's got a bit of an Isle of Wight vibe to it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so over the years, Are they all naked? I like details. <laughs> like, I want to know, how are they living? What are they... Maybe like an Ed Gein kind of thing? They've got barrels and pickles. 
So they can probably acquire clothes. Yeah, but they are. Would they? They're stealing things from people, like the people they They're kill. They're stealing it's things because it's will. cold. It would be really cold. Yeah, they're not just going like, "Oh, yummy man." They're going like, "I will take his jewelry and his uh, clothes and stuff." Are any of them ever going into a town to buy supplies? Like you, you I got a vibe. They won. What are they drinking? <laughs> That is. This is how history works, guys. <laughs> if I get a vibe, yeah. This I is just, just like, where's their drinking water coming from? I guess they collect it on the top of the cave, and yeah, this is not important. I realize this <laughs> now. But also, I think back in the 16th century, there weren't like tons of shops to go to anyway. They didn't have bottled water. No, did they, they wouldn't go. No. I'm gonna go to town, and I'm gonna like. Yeah, well, is it the player? I'm gonna get a, a crunchy. Does anyone want anything? Right. <laughs> I got a scratch card. <laughs> like, there's nothing. There was prob- yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm going to the apothecary. Apoc- <laughs> apoc- <laughs> yeah. yeah. And does anyone else want a pestle so- and mortar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, we know history, guys. Don't panic. We vibed that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this list of missing people is getting longer and longer. So the locals smell a rat, man. Like it's it's not just the local. Like there's a few roads they're working on. It's not. They're not just like one road where they kill everyone. Oh, they got too big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but also back then the world's population was like 15. So yeah. they, they would all, like, you'd notice people going missing. You're like, there's like four people missing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they hit the critical number that people actually start yeah. trying to... Exactly, exactly. So, uh, like, what do you think, who do you think the locals blame it on? They blame it on a particular kind of, a particular trade within the town. Oh, yeah, they're kind trade. of like, you... The butcher. Okay, Nice. Like the local butcher. The Were local there butchers back then? Yeah. Yes. I vibe there was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibe of that, yeah. We've got butchers, yeah. bakers. Well, we? they're maybe they're blaming it on an unpopular trade or they're scapegoating initially, it sounds like. Okay. Taxidermist. Taxidermist. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, didn't like grave diggers get paid per body? So are they. Not if the body's missing, though. <laughs> it's not all fun and games. Sometimes we <laughs> take each other down a peg. <laughs> um, I also just got confused. <laughs> Guys, do you know what? Like, um, these are all actually great suggestions, but what it is, um, it was the innkeepers. Because the innkeepers were often the last people to see these people oh. at night because, yeah, the beans worked at night. Oh, the beans! <laughs> so scary when you it come to the beans. It was also dark and then you're like, but they're the beans. <laughs> Where are the beans? Where are um, the beans? So yeah, <coughs> several innkeepers left the business completely for fear of being lynched. Mm. <laughs> when did you take that lateral flow test? No, 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 I was very responsible. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, we know. We know. Um, so also, <laughs> also, some people uh, thought it was the red caps. You familiar, David? No, okay. Okay. That's my favourite pub in Edinburgh. <laughs> Scotsman in the, the Scotsman back. in the back. <laughs> Might have just been somebody's flat, actually. <laughs> so the red caps were a murderous goblin-like creature from Scottish folklore. Oh. Um, or indeed, there's the Kelpie, David. Oh, Yay! Got some Kelpie fans in. Okay. Oh, now you said the right word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What are Kelpies? Okay, so the Kelpie uh, is a mythological creature said to live in the locks and the rivers, very close to your yacht, I'm sure. Um, and they will come out of the water presenting as a horse, and then you'd mount it, and then what do you think happens? <laughs> you, you, have, you have a nice ride. You, get, you have a nice ride? Yeah. Oh, Katie. <laughs> Sweet Katie. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep up. So this, is, so they're blaming it on a mythological creature that comes out of the... It's, this is part of their cultural mythology. It comes out yep. and presents as a horse. You get on the you horse. You get on the horse straight away. You don't question it. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. And I'm assuming terrible. It rides you to the devil or something. Like okay. It rides you straight to Satan. Rides you straight to Satan? That was my answer. Rides you to, rides you to hell. I just think it's a magical time and then everyone can relax. <laughs> Wait, it starts as a what and turns into a horse? Um, it, it comes out of the water. It's kelp. It's a kelpie. 
Um, and uh, I love it, that you're furiously checking your notes on this. Yeah. Just give me a second. I want to get this I'm right. I'm sorry I'm asking so many questions. What am I, Katie? What's happening? <laughs> oh, Tonight oh, okay. I want to learn. <laughs> um, comes out of the water presenting as a horse uh, and then you'd mount it. And any advance? Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, God, it doesn't. Back. It doesn't. It just it takes does. you under the water. But then why did you get on it? <laughs> <laughs> Katie, it's a great question. Um, Taylor, do you have a suggestion? Yeah, it takes you under the water and drowns you. Yes. It runs straight back into the water and drowns you. My oh, advice, okay. don't get on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the... Is there some... Re- does it compel you to get on it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, that's, he knows there's a very wet man in the back there. <laughs> so it's, a, like, it's like a siren, like it draws you in. There's like a, Wait, a kelpie this, noise. The, the Could ma- you make the kelpie noise for us? <laughs> yeah. Excuse Wait. me, sir, I, I need to ride you. No. <laughs> I genuinely... Oh. Come on. You're going to need more of that cranberry juice. I love that your fiancé... <laughs> Your fiance's literally, literally like standing behind him. Like, and he looks vaguely like a slightly older version of my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> what a shame. Okay, guys, and what's happened? What's happened? What's happened? Kelpie's being blamed. Kelpies were blamed. Nobody suspected like a sort of a big family of cannibals <gasps> until one ambush went wrong. Mm. So they were very careful not to be seen by anyone. So the, the children are now old enough for them to work in a team. There's like yeah. 10 of them working yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. They're doing like different okay. sort of hustles on different people like, right. and they work as a group. Incest yeah. cannibal army. Yeah. <laughs> so this sounds like a Zack Snyder uh, <laughs> Netflix hit. <laughs> um, so a married couple were riding home from a fair and the beans attacked them. They pulled the wife from her horse and killed her, but the husband managed to pull his sword and start fighting. Um, Only after they grabbed the wife. (laughs) I'm just saying. Give women swords, fuck's sake. Um, (laughs) But what else came down the road? So we've got the man, he's got his sword. Often the beans, Mm -hmm. there's so many of them, they're able to kill them straight away. Oh my God. Um, But he's got his sword. Something else comes down the road that helps him. What is it? Helps who? Um, Helps the husband, yeah. Helps the husband because these people are trying to kill him. The Kelpie. The Kelpie? Or whatever that noise was. You know? I do not want to mount anything when I hear that. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Um, What do you think? What would help? A bear. A bear. A policeman. A a policeman. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Evening. (laughs) What another highwayman? No, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a rival cannibal clan? What are the chances? What are the chances? (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) they could be called (laughs) the sausages. Sausage and beans. (laughs) 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 Um, There's your sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it was about 30 other people coming back from the fair. Oh, yeah. There's a fair. A fair. A fair. A fair. A fair. Yeah. They had a fair in the 16th century. I know. They probably just had like a pig pebbles. That kicked. Pebbles. Gather round and see pebbles. <laughs> yeah. Guess pebbles his name. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's his name. Um, yeah, so basically. <laughs> Guessing a pebble's name, you get to keep it. <laughs> 16th century, mate. It's not a fucking yeah. device, is it? <laughs> Do you know what? Everyone came home from this fair early, so that could check out. Oh, yeah. oh man! Frequently. Um, but yeah, so obviously <laughs> the Beans didn't know if there was going to be a, like, a fair in town. Yeah. Um, so all these other people but came. But wouldn't that for them just be like a smorgasbord of humans? Yeah. Oh, a delicious yeah. fair. <laughs> That's kind of... Because, like, see, there's a, a downside to being isolated from society. You don't know there's a fair. <laughs> <laughs> She, she raises a good point. <laughs> Is this how the musical ends? <laughs> That's the lesson. All this time, we could have been eating things other than humans. <laughs> other than humans. Incest. We could have... 
imagine he was part of the chorus. It's, it's, a, it's a hard sell. Sure, we could write Beans the Musical. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants to invest in that, come on and see us afterwards. Um, okay, so basically, uh, this is crazy. Like, these 30 people, they come down the road, the Beans leg it. They're like, oh, shit, we really? cannot. Yeah, they leg it, man, because it's not all of them. It's not all 48. No. It's like 10 of them. And they're it's like, a, It's Shit. a skeletal crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they've never been seen before. So um, basically, the townspeople went to the very top with this. Who do you think the townspeople went to? What? The uh, ditch digger. Ditch digger? This goes all the way down to the ditch digger. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the t- I mean, it feels like a good answer would be like the mayor. Okay. But the way you said it made it sound like it would be a funny answer. Yeah. So it's not the mayor. Like the, like the, like the best hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> they went to the edgiest hairdresser. Because yeah. everyone trusts that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a risk taker. Yeah. Did you have a guess, Tina? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's good to just crack on. So they went to the bloody king, guys. The king? What? The king. The motherfucking king. Oh. Yeah. Right. Who so was who the is king? the king of yeah, Scotland for 200 years? Oh, this will help. Okay. Um, and that was my whole plan all along. Get you using a bit of the grey matter. Okay. King James I of Scotland. Okay. So this is Everyone the 16th century, right? He was the, the witch guy. He was the one that caught all the witches. He, he was the witch hunter general. Yeah, he yeah. was the guy. He fucking hate witches. So he was kind of like, oh, there's a there's a witch to be found. Yeah. There's yeah. So basically, King James he sent That's a right, small army of about four hundred men <laughs> and a pack of tracker dogs to look for the beans, and <laughs> and along with the locals, um, they launched one of the biggest manhunts the country had ever seen. Wow. Um, so how do you think they found them? What do you think was the thing that happened that meant that they found the beans? Because they did. Because I promised you an execution. I think tracker dogs. The tracker dogs are going to sniff out some evidence. Okay, probably. we got dogs. Yeah, I mean, there's a pretty big trail of blood up a mountain cave, so... (laughs) A large pile of clothing. Yeah. Okay, okay. There must have been clothes left over. There must have been garments and bits, and they must have worn some of that stuff as well because they're living in a cave. Yeah. So they must have gone, well, you know, wear this jacket. So when they found them, they must have gone, hang on, these clothes are all... Yeah. What, these disparate clothes belonging to a bunch of people living in a cave. Well, yeah. beans. People eating beans. <laughs> I didn't eat enough dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All of this talk of meat and beans, you must be absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it, it was the tracker dogs because it was the smell, guys. Of you... the clothes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You can't live in a cave with and dismember human bodies and eat them without it. Yeah. yeah absolutely right. <laughs> without I mean, um, I'm smelling. amazed they didn't attract other... I suppose they would have just killed any animals that found them. Yeah, I imagine like they weren't that frightened of the rats. Like tracker but... badgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been wolves. Yeah, yeah. Wolves is a good is a good suggestion. Um, no, but it was a cute little pups. Uh, yeah, Kitty, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when you need to crack on, you get very patronising. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what? I've got this in my notes here. There were piles of clothing. Oh Sarah. yeah, Sarah. <laughs> Listeners, we just fist bump. Yay! <laughs> that sounded so bad for a nanosecond. <laughs> and then, thank God the next word started. <laughs> Sarah really didn't want to fist bump. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why I love uh, researching old cases because it says here that um, after a brief fight. <laughs> in that brief fight yeah. like that. I just imagine brief back then that could be like three days yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't there like 400 men and there's nearly 50 people that's a battle that's not a brief fight mm. it's a battle with at least 100 people and these are mad people yeah these are fucking mad humans <laughs> and mad people fight better we all know that yeah they just go for it <laughs> you take on a mad person in a fight you Fuck. Yeah. He's a mad, 48 mad cannibals. Yeah. 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 We, again, band name, I call it. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, a brief fight. They were all arrested, sentenced to death. Um, they didn't even have a trial. 
Like, Scotland is notoriously a, quite good for its justice system. David, I'm not, I don't know why I'm blaming you, but <laughs> they, um, they didn't even have a trial. They were like, this is so... Is it heinous or heinous? Heinous? Heinous. Honus? I would say heinous. heinous. I say hummus. 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 It was like, it was so hummus that they, um, they were just like, fucking, like, die. Um, so the women were burnt as witches, but not before being forced to watch the men folk uh, be killed in an incredibly brutal way. Oh, what they do, say it, go on. <laughs> I was going to ask, ask you to guess. Oh, fucking hell, I've already got the worst things in my head. I mean, it's pretty bad. Is yeah. it... Can I just ask, sure. is it like a well-known method of torture? Is it like a really out there? I just want to know if I should let my creativity flow. That's what's worrying about these open-ended questions. Because yeah. you go, here's a way you could do it. <laughs> and then people go, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, it's just guessing. <laughs> Welcome to my FaceTime calls back home. <laughs> it's, um, it's kind of, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It, but it's not, you, I mean... You it's might not like drawn and quartered. It's... It's sort of similar to that. Yeah, sort of similar to being hundred and quartered, but like specifically they chopped off specific bits. Oh. And then and and then did they get those bits and then like like poke them in the eye with it and stuff? (laughs) It feels like that level of vindictiveness, you know, like you know, when you go, I was really bad, it's like, are they gonna do something with it once they've cut it off? Okay. They'll hit them with it over the head or something. (laughs) Like forty eight lashes to the ear with it or something. I mean, you don't make the rules. I can't believe with what these people did that I'm upset they didn't have a fair trial, but I'm just so stuck on that. I can't believe they didn't... Can you imagine the lawyer who would take on their case? (laughs) (laughs) Real ambulance chaser. (laughs) I got this. (laughs) Have you ever been hungry, ladies and gentlemen? Does this look like a man who could have all he could eat? (laughs) I guess if you do think about the case just before lunch, you might get people to be like, the jury would be more lenient. So they cut off their genitalia, I am guessing, and let them bleed out? Guys, they let them bleed out, but they cut off their arms and legs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean... Hang on, was that all of them? Men and women? No, the the women were burnt as witches. Oh, fair enough. Fair dues, fair dues. I love that they still had time for witches. And witches! (laughs) (laughs) Like, they've eaten everyone in the town and you know, procreated with each other, but they're like, and you're witches! Like, the women still get an extra label. (laughs) So Sawney shows no remorse. He's not bothered. Um, He apparently kept shouting one thing over and over as he was bleeding out. What was it? One word? Yes. It was one word? No, it wasn't one word. Oh, it was just one phrase? It was one phrase. Yeah, it's, it's quite poetic. It's quite what? Poetic. Poetic. Okay. I've dug my own ditch. I've dug my own ditch. <laughs> oh, poetic. He kept shouting it out. What does a cannibal shout out? I'm going vegan. Um, <laughs> I'm going vegan. That's such a bad answer. I like that that's the thing that everyone goes, ooh. Uh, <laughs> now i Oh, God, you had to mention it. Um, <laughs> thank you, vegans. We love you. Thank you mm. for coming. I mean, this, this must be fucking horrible for a vegan tonight. Sorry about this. Um, anything? Any, this is any reaffirming why they're vegan. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. Um, guys, she uh, drives me he shouted. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing we haven't sung it till now, right? Uh, he shouted, it isn't over. It will never be over. Fucking hell. I mean, I've shouted that at an ex-boyfriend, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing I say when they dump me. And they do. They do. That's really bleak, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I thought he was sort of a nice guy till now, but that's pretty brutal. I sort of had some follow-up questions for him. Follow-up questions, for sure. (laughs) What do you think won't be over, mate? (laughs) Because all your family's dead. And is he saying this with no arms or legs? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. If you want the full visual. Oh, it's wow. so... oh imagine that. Just some. Okay, it's not over. It kind of is, though. <laughs> What's your plan? Very. Yeah, I love him, really. So, as we come to the end of this story, we should, of course, acknowledge that with any story from the 15th or 16th century, <laughs> we got there. Um, a lot of it, like, it could be legend. You know, a lot of this, people are saying, like, oh, it never happened. People are saying it definitely happened. There are, like, books from the olden-timey days that talk about this. But what's interesting is those books are written and they were published in England. Now, the thing about that is, at the time, 
English people hated Scottish people. And I mean, if you're going to try and sort of like shit talk a whole nation, <laughs> why not suggest? Oh, what? So you think it's propaganda? Well, yeah, it could yeah, be propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't know. There's like, it's it just. It has that flair. I'm yeah, I mean, just going to. I mean, but we all enjoyed it, didn't we? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, here's to the beans. Yeah. God. <laughs> they probably just owned a library or something. You can't read. The English really spun it. Yeah. yeah. He was a nail biter, but when they got the story that he was a nail biter, they escalated it. To cannibals and incest. <laughs> Another interesting band. Um, okay, so guys, all that we've got left to do now is to have a listener crime. So, does anybody in the audience have a crime they should like to share with us? Sharon's going to go there. Yeah. Sharon. Sorry. Welcome. Hi. Okay. So I don't think it's like it's like a big crime or something, but I was on honeymoon with my husband yeah. in Germany. And uh, it was like 10.30 or something in the night. And I was trying to, uh, you know, I don't know, I have not seen this in the UK, but, you know, they used to have an ATM machine along with a, a cigarette machine. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I was the night and I was using my card to get money out when this guy came and started accosting me, like, like telling me to get cigarettes out and he would give me the cash or, ah. you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so it was quite really freaky in the night, like, when this happened. But my husband was just down the road, so mm. then he walked up, and then this guy ran away. So was he ah. speaking German, or did he speak English? English, English, but he was hinting, like, can you give me cigarettes? Just put your card in and pay the, well, to get it out. So the crime yeah. is that you were in Germany on your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like... <laughs> Yeah. So It'd be so good to say to him, to be fair, this isn't the low point of my day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it was, like, quite scary, so I guess that's a nearest, thankfully, not a big crime. Or yeah, no. That's so he ran when away. You're alone in the what night. did you say? Did you say anything? Like, did, did you well, speak I was just him? taken aback. I didn't know what to tell him. It was yeah. one it's of those weird. Yeah, when you get an situations person. because you... Yeah, if it's a daytime, maybe... You think yeah. about it. I don't know. Like what it was night time. You said it was night time, right? It was night time. Yeah. 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 If anyone approaches you, Little like Lally, at an ATM. Deep, like you know how yeah. it is, they have those cigarette machines and cash machines. And I stuff. remember yeah. my granddad yeah. did that once. He um, there's one cash point in uh, Ventnor on the Isle of Wight, and uh, oh yeah, we got a cash point with it. And he went he went up behind a woman he thought was Anne. Um, and he like put his fingers in her back and said, "Give me the money." And oh my God. And he ended up living in a cave with forty-eight <laughs> children. So. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, like, we've got to um, wrap got this up. Thank you so much, Anne. Shall we hear about what Sarah is up to? Yes, Sarah, tell <laughs> us what where, where we can. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug? I'm up to heaps. <laughs> <laughs> Any shows we can come and see you at? We can no. watch your TV show. You can watch my TV show. Come but on. But it's not, it's not uh, going to air until uh, January, so I feel like plugging that now. Who's going to go, oh, I'll remember that for January. <laughs> Tell us what I it's got called. Nothing. I've got nothing to push. There is a first series, though, isn't there? There yeah, is a first series. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, on, yeah you can uh, watch Fraid on... Um, oh, in the middle oh. of my plot. Oh. Oh. See, we all loved her when like... she guessed incest, no, but now okay. her phone's gone off. <laughs> um, my, my lover sister. Your what? <laughs> your lover sister. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> good callback. <laughs> a good calibre of audience member over here. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, you can watch Freight Series 1. Uh, I think that's on Now TV. I don't know what all the different viewing platforms are now. <laughs> that, I, this I is the best plug we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Why are you looking at me? I made a show. <laughs> Fuck you. She's so cross when we brought it up. Yeah, I was, I was really angry. I was like, don't speak about that here. <laughs> I am. I've watched it and I loved it. Oh, thanks, mate. Oh, that's so. It's awesome. It's really funny. Oh, that's not. Thanks. And it's. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'm so bad at um, (laughs) any uh, nice conversation. Like when when people are just nice and open-hearted, I don't know what to do with it. 
And I go, thanks. To be... <laughs> and it sounds like I don't mean it, but it's because I'm so... I am genuinely like, thank you. That means <laughs> This is when we find out that the Range Rover driver was actually going like, big fan! <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. your work! Look. Hawk <laughs> <laughs> <Hulk> again. <laughs> to be fair, she was on a bicycle. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, watch, watch Frey. There you go, watch Frey. Hey, watch Frey. Frey. Watch Frey, well, you motherfuckers! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sarah Kendall! Yay! Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts.